Hey, this is Courtney. And this is Allison. And you're listening to Murder Porn. Woo! Woo! Welcome. <laughs> so, we're back again. Um, third goddamn time recording this episode. Yeah, this is literally the third time we've recorded this, because the first time we were recording on a completely different platform, and the sound quality was sucky. Second time we started to use new software, sound quality needed some work as well. It sounded like there was a fan, like, blowing into... It was just bad, you guys. Like, yeah. Like, clipping. We, could, we couldn't do that to you. Yeah. Because I couldn't even listen to it at all. Yeah, and I believe... We weren't sure if we were going to be able to save it, like, we were going to be able to fix it, so I, like, edited how much of it. <laughs> you tried, man. You I tried. I got through, like, half of it, and then I was like, I don't know if this is even going to be salvageable, so I'm not even going to do the whole entire thing. At one point, I was like, can we just play music in the background and try to was like, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> yeah, her brother-in-law has been helping us, so um, we were trying. He was really trying to help us. He's got a friend who, like, does this professionally. Like, he's an um, audio engineer. He's mm-hmm. like, I could try to send it to him, but, like, it's a lot. I was like, God damn. we'll just record it again. <laughs> yeah, so this is, like, the third time, which is why we haven't had a podcast in having technical difficulties a couple, a couple weeks we also moved to like a, a new platform yeah we're on podbean we're on podbean Woo. so super exciting to do that because now we also have a website on podbean on podbean it's still like we're still fixing the last little bits of it i mean it's not that hard to fix it i think we're no. gonna it's good but yeah so yeah so if this one does not work out we are not doing this shit We're again. not doing it again. I can't handle it, well, guys. Well, we might do it at a later date. Right now, I cannot genuinely, like, react for you guys because I know it. Yeah. <laughs> I know the story now. I'm going to try so hard to pretend that I don't. And to she ask probably knows the questions. story about, about as well as I do. <laughs> All right. I will say the positive about this is, is there's been a couple times I've, like, looked up more stuff on it. Yeah, that's because, dope. Because you, like, add a little more. Yeah. And it just gets longer, and it's already really long. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> so, now is the time to grab some popcorn, some alcohol, some chocolate, mm-hmm. get the kids out of the room, um, and just relax and or if you're like me you're listening at work and all of your co-workers are terrified of you but that's fine so. yeah we'll well actually there's really nothing horrifying other than a missing child yeah there's no like details or trigger warnings no so there's nothing like bloody gory anything that might scare co-workers but i could i could talk about oh like for first peeling sure. back people's faces and oh yeah you know Recap. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so or wait, not next episode. In two. Or yeah, three we already episodes. since since we already have like so I have this episode and then Allison has an episode and then she has another one in the works and then I have another one in the works. Like we got like several episodes. By in going. the works, she means I know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's it. Like, I well, actually started I've done a, I've done a wee bit of research on the next one, so Ooh, okay. a wee bit. So. Right. A skosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, this much. Okay. 
So, yeah, let's just jump into it because, like I said, we've done this. Yeah. Several times. Bear with us. <laughs> Third time's a. F- if it's not a charm, I- I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not saying we're quitting. I mean, I mean. We're just saying. I'm on We're the going to the here. bar. <laughs> we're going to the bar. And this podcast makes me drink. <laughs> we need to take a break. Because <laughs> this has been annoying as hell. Um, All right. Enough with the bitching. Let's get down to it. All right. Let's go. <laughs> so the way that I'm going to do this is I am going to talk about Dior Koontz, but I wanted to really quickly kind of give you a general summary of the missing 401 because he's technically considered a missing 401 case. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we have our own thoughts and opinions, and I think at this point of time, um... We've heard this story so many times. Our thoughts and opinions started coming out really good in the second time we recorded this. It's It's probably going to be very let that permeate. Yeah, it's it's probably going to be very apparent. Yeah, in this one. Also, um, as Allison has said in before in other episodes that we had to delete. (laughs) Um, We had talked about the possibility of doing maybe like a mini like series like a sub series or yeah, something on the missing 411 um just like cases and stuff more deep diving into them so if there's any particular ones that you want to hear um you can dm us yeah. on our podbean yeah or, or there's also the murder porn podcast at gmail.com i got that right right not the there's no the, the there's no the Murder porn podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Allison knows it better than me. And do. Unison. And also, you can DM Courtney on her Tiki Talkie. Uh, do Instagram because TikTok only allows like friends. Oh. If we're okay. like mutuals. TikTok is fucking weird like that. So, all the direct messages I just got from TikTok today were from people I know. They should be mutuals, yeah. Oh, I'm going to hit them. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. Is there? Yeah. Um, it's kind of annoying because, like, people request stuff. Yeah, so don't and, message her on TikTok. Yeah. So, mes- yeah, message me on Instagram, and there's, like, a link on my TikTok. Yeah. And we'll go through this later. Yeah, we'll go through it. At the end. Bit. At the end. Maybe we should add that onto our website. Yeah. Link yourself, girl. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. Good. Good plan. Okay. Cut that out later. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's just start. So The Missing 411. So it is a book and documentary series by David Polites. Um, David Polites, for those of you who know nothing about him at all, is a former law enforcement officer who boasts 20 years of experience in the San Jose, California Police Department. Um, but one of the things he fails to mention in all of his interviews is that, he, you know, like he didn't retire from the police department. Um, Why did he get fired, Courtney? <laughs> He had a misdemeanor charge in 1996. What was that for? Oh. Did it take a little digging to find this it out? It did. It took he a like little digging. Because the there was, like, 
there was people on Reddit and stuff that were, like, talking about it. And so I actually dug into it. And so according to the San Jose Mercury News, he was accused of soliciting celebrity autographs on city stationery. And apparently he was, like, soliciting for autographs, saying that he was going to be using it for, like, a nonprofit or something. So that's fraud. But still, that's the dumbest fucking reason on the planet to get... Yeah, I was uh, trying to get autographs and I was sending all the letters out on corporate stationery letterhead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the city. Don't be ass. Yeah. So. That was intentional. He was using it to get polls so that they would feel obligated. To like do an autograph. To comply. Yeah. 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 So that's something that does get talked about, but uh, people usually don't cite where they found that. But I found it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't specifically find if he was using to solicit for a um, a nonprofit, but other people have said it was for soliciting for a nonprofit. Like but it definitely said he was asking for autographs on yeah. Is city stationery. Send me your autograph so yeah. that I can sell it for money for mm-hmm. charity. For sure. So, yeah. I'm guessing none of that money went to charity. I probably didn't even get any money. He just, I think he just wanted the autographs. That's so fucking weird. So, <laughs> it is. It's kind of odd. Um, but he doesn't talk about that. I mean, who would want... Of course want, not. That's embarrassing Who would shit. want to talk about that? But, um... If you're going to get fired from being a police officer, at least do something epic. Right. Like... Fun. Blow up a fucking car or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like from super bad when they're like <laughs> shooting. The cars. Anyway, I was thinking more like Bad Boys, but <laughs> I've never seen that movie. They I fuck up every fucking thing they touch in that movie. Like it all just explodes essentially. Now I need to watch it's that. It's good. Anyway, so um, um, but after he was fired, he went into the tech sector, which I specifically looked into what that was because I thought maybe it was some sort of, like, police department tech sector. Nope. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck is tech? Nope. It's like selling shit at Radio Shack yeah. or, like, Best Buy or stuff like that. Oh, he's hawking Nextel phones on the <laughs> sidewalk. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think he actually was, like, selling tech. I think he, like, worked for a tech company. I don't know. Um, he just says he went into the tech sector. Um, so he could have been, like, Radio Shack. Because <laughs> it was about that time. Um, he began to self-publish Bigfoot books. And he founded the <laughs> North American Bigfoot LLC. I, if you can't figure it out, we've heard about this so many times. I fucking can't with the Bigfoot, though. I totally forgot about it until you just said it. <laughs> you said that last time. <laughs> He's also um, a supporter of Melba Ketchum, and if you don't know anything about Melba Ketchum, she, in 2014, was claiming that she had Bigfoot DNA. Um, Like, inside her body, though? No, I think it was, she had, like... Like, a vial of it. She had something that may have belonged, like, skin or hair or something that contained DNA. Um... (laughs) I thought it was in her body this whole time. No. <laughs> I couldn't understand why you were asking. You said something last time about, like, well, you can't, like, cross two species. species. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? 
Well, um, where did that come from? I get it now. Yeah. So she claimed to have like some sort of DNA. I didn't even look that far into it because I'm sorry. I just couldn't take it seriously. I just knew it was like in 2014 she claimed it. And I think it was all proved to be bullshit. Bull crap. Um, you can tell you have kids and I don't. Well, I still cuss. Fish nuggets. <laughs> My three-year-old still, like, will sit there and go, oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, you didn't learn that from me. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people, don't let me watch your kids because they'll leave saying F word every other word. The F-bomb. And fucking high on candy and espresso, and I'll probably end up buying them a kitty or a puppy, too, while they're here. So, no, don't, don't leave your kids with me. So, anyway. Back on the story. So, uh, he claims to have been alerted to this whole entire weird occurrences, disappearances. Actually, I'd never even mentioned that. Is that the book and documentary series is about weird disappearances within our U.S. park system um, or, like, national lands. So, like, U.S. parks... U.S. forests, and I know that it's even expanded now to, like, North America, so, like, Canada is included, so he's investigating different things in Canada as well. I'm not sure. I want to say at one point in time I knew whether or not he was looking at other countries as well, but I can't remember because that was a while ago. I, was I just know when I was looking at the books, there were tons of different regional ones. Yeah, and... Like, I think he's talked in interviews about possibly looking at ones from different parts of the world. Okay. Um, so, anyway, so he claims to have been alerted to these weird disappearances in national parks by park rangers who knew he was an author. That's what he says per his interviews. This guy's fucking weird. I like him. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we could, like, shoot the shit, and it would be quite interesting. I feel like I would leave that conversation going, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, one of the things, like, you will see talked about, like, online, as in regards to, like, the missing 411, is just a lot of, like, creepy pasta kind of things. Because the thing yes. is, is that he leaves stuff very open-ended as to what has potentially, like, what potentially happens with these disappearances. Because they just go missing. Yeah. And, like, he never gives you an explanation as to where these yeah. people went to, what could be happening. Like, there's, there's people that talk about staircases in the middle of forests. There's people talking about, like, cryptoids. There's I've people... heard about the, stair the staircases. In forests? Yeah. Cryptoids terrify me. But I think that the staircases are scarier, even. But... So, basically, he's a conspiracy theorist without mm -hmm. the theories. Yeah. <laughs> he like, basically just lays out whatever he finds and, like, lets people draw their own conclusions. Pretty much. Like, lets people come up with their own conspiracy mm -hmm. behind which it. creates buzz around it, which mm -hmm. is why his books caught so much, because then people, like me, go buy the fucking book. <laughs> yeah. Which Allison did. She bought me one of the books... And I've been kind of, like, looking at stuff. And I have to say that, like you've said in the past, like, I think maybe he's trying to get you to buy, more books. like, more books. Because it's Absolutely. very, the one that I have 
it doesn't go that deep into the disappearances. Well, it's that's just why kind he of has a different general. books that like break it down by region. Yeah. And then is it by state too or just by region? But anyways, he breaks it down into smaller groups and I think mm-hmm. he does like more of a deep dive into the stories in the regional books. Which the regional books are hella expensive. Yeah, like the books in in general are just hella expensive and then like you get into the regional ones. Yeah, and they're we're even just gonna more. need a lot of people to just donate money to the podcast so that we can afford to buy stuff like that. Yeah, be great. Love you. No money, please. no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, or you know, we could just go to our local library. Who knows? Wait, that's a thing still. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so um, so yeah, it's. He doesn't really offer a lot of explanation into that. He also doesn't offer a lot of explanation into, like, why he calls it the missing 411. Um, A lot of people assume it's because it means it's the uh, number for information within the United States. So you dial 411 to get information. Missing missing information. Yeah. So he just offers not a lot. Really. So, um, but 411 isn't the amount of people that are missing. There's, like, a lot of people that he includes on these cases. And they span decades. Like, he's not just looking at one time frame. He's looking at decades worth of cases. And he says he's gone through, like, 20,000 cases and narrowed this all down to, like, 1,600 cases. The last time I've seen, I'm sure he's probably maybe added more or as he's continued to research i can't with this guy um so yeah um so all of these cases usually have some sort of like commonality or profile points um and i'll just kind of list some of the commonalities slash profile points so like the missing usually have some sort of name that's like of Germanic origin. Um, they're either really young or really old, um, well-educated, which I don't know how young fits into that, but I guess old would fit into that. Um, they disappeared often around boulders or granite. Um, they were wearing red at the time of, or wearing red at the time or leading up to their disappearance. Um, they were found in areas that were previously searched. Many moons later. Yeah, usually a long time later. Um, if they are young and they're found, usually they're found significant distances away or climbed great heights. Um, so one of the things that I've seen mentioned in this case and also in just talking about the missing 411 is that, like, children of usually about like two three four they're usually found within a one-fifth of a mile from where they were last seen yeah i mean their little so, legs can't get them too far can they no so some of some of these kids are found like 20, 12 miles like yeah like bananas amounts of like space up a damn mountain you know, like something that they wouldn't be able to just like wander and then like manage to find their way up there. 
got snatched by a hawk or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also he says that he's eliminated possibilities of, like, animal attacks um, or any other possibilities of where they might have gone to or, like, how, where, how they might have gone missing. So he, like, eliminates all these different possibilities. So it's literally just weird. Like, and he also mentions that these people disappear under people's noses. So somebody was around and then they just turn around and then this person is gone. It's crazy, though. Um, They also mention that... I just keep thinking about the movie Anaconda. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) They're walking through the forest and all of a sudden a snake eats them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My brain. Welcome to my brain. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um... Well, every time I hear the, like, oh, they were wearing red, um, I sit there and think of the village. I'm like, yeah. that's the bad color. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> every time I say that, I'm like, oh, damn, the village. Um, so then also a lot of these people had some sort of, like, physical or, like, genetic def- disability or defector however you want to call it. So, um, there's obviously skeptics to all of this. Um, (laughs) Yeah. The people that call it conspiracy theories, uh, they're saying that Polites really doesn't offer a whole lot of explanation as to, like, well, he doesn't offer any explanation. It's like, what are you getting at here? Yeah, so, like, okay, weird disappearances. Cool. And? Next. Um, <laughs> so, he offers no explanation. He says, they say that, you know, he really doesn't offer any data to support it. And, in fact, like, actual data refutes it. So, like, one example I've seen is, you know, he says that it's either really young or really old. But, actually, it people spins. that go missing in um, national parks or national forests or whatever are usually, like, middle-aged men. We talked about this. It's, yeah. like, the, like, the age at which you're more likely to have, like, a medical emergency. Yeah, or, or you're, like... So, like, technically, like, ages, like, 20 to, like, 50 Yeah, I mean, is, well, statistically speaking, who are the people that get their asses out there and hike or mm-hmm. camp? It's people so if you think in of that like, age range. Yeah, so. so if you think of 20-year-olds, like, 20-year-old men, like, they're probably, like, extremely overconfident and do stupid shit in order to get hurt or injured and then they get lost and or they never make it back or then you have like 50 year old men out there who they could be having a heart attack they could be having a stroke they could be like yeah i mean you could be 20 years old and having a heart attack well like 20 ish is around the age when people start having like um like mental health emergencies too where like they start to display symptoms of like schizophrenia there's somebody walking out there oh it's probably the neighbor oh tj's fertilizing Mm, okay yeah so um that's just one example they they also say that there's a lot of things that can go wrong in wilderness areas and i'm i'm more curious as to like how he has figured out that nothing else could have happened like how does he know i don't know man it's because well i think a lot of times he is like um 
relying on first or second hand accounts of people that were there or people that know people that were there mm. and you know the, how the game yeah. the telephone works yeah shit gets blown out of proportion or confused or yeah I don't know I just while while the stories are interesting mm-hmm. and intriguing I don't think they're really connected in any capacity so one of the things and I'll just say this just because of the fact that like you know we're opening the possibility of like other cases being talked about so there is like a 411 documentary on um online you can find it on like who well two of them so there's uh, the missing 411 and then there's the hunted yeah uh the missing 411 you'll see like dior's case talked about but there's also other cases and Mm -hmm. i so as i was researching dior and then watching that video, I realized that there was, like, pieces and parts seeming to be not discussed in the documentary. Well, because they were so, trying to, like, rush through it for time. Well, I more wondered if they were just trying to sensationalize it. So, like, there was another case on there that they talk about this boy. And I can't even remember his name. I had it written down at one point in time. But he he goes missing from a camp like a catholic boys camp and they say that you know the counselor were there priests there <laughs> i believe there were some priests in training yeah but that little boy did go missing so like the counselor said that the boy was just like kind of walking behind him and then he turned around and then he wasn't even there and that's what they said in the documentary but when i like looked online there seems to be a whole other story. I, I fucking bet there is. And there's supposed to supposedly a whole other possibility going tying back to the Catholic Church. Yes, please tell that story. So, and I can't remember all the details. I want to talk about this case. Yes, do it. Um, but there were some three of the people that went looking for him. From my understanding, I believe one of them. The one was the one counselor that... But he's the one that found him, too. He was. He was one of the three. <laughs> the three that went looking for him, like, a year so later. predictable, dude. Yeah. Went looking for him a year later. So they they scoured the area. And then they a went... A year later? And then a year later... No, they scoured the area initially. Oh. And then a year later, the counselors went back. And they were looking, hiking, and then found his um, hearing aid because he couldn't hear. I do remember hearing this story. Yeah. So, apparently, there was some ties back to potential abuse. So, there's some question if he was a victim of abuse and murdered and then disposed of. That's that's where my mind went. But, like I said. So, as you said, Catholic children's summer camp, I was like... So I kind of gave you, I kind of gave you the ending of it, but I, (laughs) there's a whole ass story behind it and it was not talked about in that documentary. Yeah. So I kind of want to tell you guys about it eventually. Um, but obviously now is not the time, but like I said, I almost want to believe that maybe he's omitting things to make it more, to more support his narrative. 
All right, so let's finally get into Dior because that's that's actually who I wanted to focus that's on. That's the reason we're here yeah, today. That's the real reason we're here today is Dior. <laughs> um, yeah, so as you're listening to this, I want you to think to yourself, just think to yourself, do you think that this is a missing 411 case? Do you think this is an abnormal? Do you think... Or do you think do you think there's other stuff going on, some creepy pasta stuff, or do you think that other people might be involved? Like, do you think that there's a logical explanation? The real monsters are the people standing right next to you. Right. <laughs> think of it like that. So, um, just want to put that thought into your head. So there was a reason why I, I talked a lot about the four one one. Yes. Necessary, yeah. So, Dior Kuntz. So, he's technically a, a junior. So, there was his father, he's like the third, right? He's technically the third, yeah. but um, his father is Vernal Dior Kuntz Sr., and his actual grandfather is Dior Kuntz Sr. I don't know. Well, I don't he's not a junior if. He doesn't have the exact same name, I don't think. Well, I know that his grandfather's name is Dior. And then his father's name is Vernal Dior Kuntz. And then his name is Dior. So, anyway. So, he was born December 30th, 2022. 20... Jesus. 2012. 2012. My brain. My brain. He was only um, two years old when he went missing on July 10th. 2015. So, he was he was a little bubby. He was a little dang. I bet he, he was so cute. He was cute. Little <sighs> blonde-haired boy with like cherub cheeks. He was a little squishies. Yeah. He was adorable. I love babies. They look so squishy. I know. I just love it when they got the big fat cheeks and the chubby chubby thighs. Mm-hmm. Just want to pinch them little thighs. Yeah. Not in a painful way. Just like yeah (laughs) i know what you mean so yeah like i said his dad was vernal dior coons senior and then his mother is jessica mitchell so they were engaged at the time that dior went missing um his mother jessica had previously been married and had two other children um now there's talk about all this so this is a point of contention for me but also like a point of respect at the same time yeah it's yeah. she gave up her parental rights to their father because she felt sorry I'm, t- I'm telling it's not this. it's not um she didn't completely give up her rights she has visitation she has them every other weekend yeah, but she is not the custodial parent right so she says that the reason for this is because it he could better um financially support them Mm -hmm. so it was for a financial stability i'm guessing that part of the agreement was that he wouldn't ask her for child support that's yeah i would assume that would be part of it too um but it was kind of like i said in the documentary brought up from and i can't remember exactly who had talked about it, it that it was 
a possibility that she did it because she had a hard time with her other two children. Yeah. Like, maternal instincts and stuff were not there. Yeah. So, okay. (laughs) So, yeah. So, we have Jess and we have Senior. And then two other people that are involved in this is uh, Jess's grandfather. So, it would be great-grandfather to Dior. Um, His name is Robert Walton. Grandpa Bob. Grandpa Bob. Um... And then there is Grandpa's friend, Isaac. From the neighborhood. Yeah. So he's a neighbor and a friend. And we'll get into all that. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm just going to forewarn you that there's some inconsistencies in stories from person to person and from from interview to interview. Um. So if you've maybe heard something a little different on this, honestly, I would not be surprised. (laughs) So on July 9th, 2015, Jess and Senior packed up their truck and they pack up Dior. What time? Um, This was like at about six o'clock. From my understanding senior got off of work at five and then they okay pack up and get ready but this to go. wasn't something that was like like very pre-planned right like i feel like it was a spur of the moment thing i don't know how spur of the moment was so and this is part of the point of contention between the parties is that jess and senior say that it was grandpa's bob grandpa bob's idea to go camping he wanted to take um, Isaac. Little Dior camping oh. at this spot. From they my had in- taken him before camping. and he They've taken him camping before, but from my understanding, not at this spot. But I believe this was like a, a spot that was kind of special to Grandpa Bob. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I had heard that. I can't even remember where I heard that. Doesn't really matter because it's probably a fucking lie. <sighs> Lord even knows. <laughs> um... Just just being honest. Yeah. Lord knows at this point. Um, so, Justin Sr. say Grand- this was Grandpa Bob's idea. Grandpa Bob said, nah, mm, it was Justin Sr. Last minute. Yeah. So, either way, they pack up their truck and they're going to be going 116 miles away to this Timber Creek campground. They don't which, leave until 6 o'clock at night. Yeah. It's so weird. But... Um, it's a hundred and some miles, which means it's probably like a two to two and a half hour drive, I would mm-hmm. say. And then we'll get into the campground, but it's it's part of Salmon Chalice National Park in Idaho. Um, and like I said, oh, Salmon Chalice, <laughs> and I've heard Salmon Solace, but Chalice is like the it's like the cup. It's C H A L L I S. Well, chalice. That's not chalice. 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 I don't know. That's not chalice. chalice I've heard it. Sa- salmon. Solace and salmon. Chalice. People from. The if state. you're from Idaho, could you clarify what it's? It's eating us alive. <laughs> yeah, because I've heard it multiple ways. How do you pronounce it? Thank you. Um. 
So that's not just me being stupid because some people on my TikToks have given me shit for mispronouncing stuff. I but just like be a kind human, people. Just be kind. Yeah. That's all. All you have to say is, oh, it's this one. Thank you. I appreciate that. I will I will give you credit in a later podcast <laughs> when I clarify it. Shout outs. Um, Remember that one time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um... So coming along was Bob. He was 76 years old at the time. Um, like I said, he's Jess's grand- grandfather. She cares for him. Like as a caretaker. Ca- as a caretaker. He's described as old, confused, and on oxygen and in poor health. But he wants to go camping, goddammit. <laughs> in his camper. In his camper. Um, and I've seen interviews with him. And, yeah, he's on oxygen. Um, he doesn't appear very confused to me, though. I don't think he is. He doesn't but maybe seem like it, but maybe that's just because. Like, I know a lot of people with, like, dementia and, like, deteriorating, mm-hmm. like, mental capacity will, like, they're good in the mornings, but not in the afternoons. Yeah. So, like, a lot of times you'll, like, plan the interview around what their good time would be. Yeah. Well, and then there's also the fact that we don't know his baseline. Right. Like, so he may come off as being extremely, like, just straightforward, yeah. factual, and we think that he's telling the story the way that he remembers it, but maybe it's been fed to him, and he is confused and doesn't remember, yeah. but he's just regurgitating facts. Yeah. Or regurgitating what has been told. Yeah. But anyway. He also, like, has timeline issues, too. So, yeah. Like, he does. He can't in- tell something happened five minutes ago or five days ago. Yeah, um, and we'll we'll get into that. So presents a problem. Yeah, it does. It presents a problem f- like going forward. But anyway, so he's described as old, confused, on oxygen, and um, in poor health. In 2019, he actually passed away of cancer. Poor buddy. Poor Grandpa Bob. <laughs> yeah. So then there's um, Isaac Reinwand. He's, I believe, about 35 or 36 when this happened. Um, And he, like I said, is a friend and neighbor of Grandpa Bob. He describes him as his neighbor and his fishing buddy. Um, Prior to this, Justin Sr. had never met him. And... um, So weird, though, if they were neighbors. Yeah. But they never met. And a friend of of Grandpa Bob's. Yeah. Also, I wanted to clarify, because it does get talked about on um, some Reddit threads, is the fact that Isaac is, like, some say a pedophile. What? Or a has, like, a sexual deviant history. What? Um, so, according to... This is new information. No, we talked about this. Oh. Uh, according to the <laughs> Idaho State Repository, um, he was charged with felony rape in 2006, oh, but that fuck. charge was amended to a misdemeanor domestic battery. He pled. He pled out. So, and then I know he also has some, like, other um, crimes that he's committed as well, but I don't but think that they're as big as that. a child in those charges, and typically when there's a minor involved, it will state specifically that it was a minor it will and it just says it just says like domestic battery and yeah. stuff so like, like it had to have been somebody the, um 
wonder if he's read like on this on the registry. I don't know, but people I don't I don't think so, but people talk about he has like some sexual deviant past, which is why he's a red flag to some people. Okay. Um I did not get that from him though. Okay. Um but also wasn't there talk that he potentially had like a diminished like mental capacity? Yes. That's another thing. I've read through unverified sources, never been able to verify it, that he potentially has an intellectual disability. I'm pretty sure that's the PC term for saying it. Now. I don't know. My brother-in-law would know, but it changes all the time. I'm sorry if it's not PC. We're um, doing our best here, people. Yeah. Um, if you know. And like I said, I've said this other times that we've recorded it. He, the way that he talks reminds me of Stephen Avery not his accent um just kind of like a slow draw slow yeah so but they said they tested Stephen Avery's mental capacity too and I thought that his IQ was like borderline I don't know about his but I know that um his 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 nephew Brendan Brendan has is uh low IQ low IQ um so yeah at approximately 6 p.m., Justin Sr., go pick up Grandpa Bob. Grandpa Bob is bringing his SUV and his trailer. So, Justin Sr. are bringing their truck and Junior. And <laughs> Wait, they drove separate? Yeah. I thought they all drove together in the SUV mm-hmm. with the camper hitched to it. Because that would make sense. Um. Then they go pick up Isaac, and they drive 116 miles to Lador, which is... yours were in Lador. Yeah. <laughs> which is 10 miles away from Timber Creek. So it's actually, like, 10 additional miles to Timber Creek. And I think which that's just... where they're going. Yeah, and I don't think that's the actual campground in it of itself. That's just like, the name that's of the just park. And then they're going, going to a very in. specific site within the park. Yeah. With the salmon chalice. So they they travel to Lador. When they get there, I know that they stop at a convenience store and they or a, a grocery store and they get some supplies. And then they head the additional ten miles to Timber Creek. And then from that point, the specific spot where they were camped at was eight to nine miles back. Yes. This and, is the part where it fucking floors me that they didn't leave until six o'clock at night when mm-hmm. they had a two hour drive. Plus this. It's dark out. There's no fucking lights. It's a bumpy-ass terrain. And how many miles is it? Eight to nine miles, but it took them like 45 minutes to yeah. get back there. With the, their big vehicles and yeah. just it being kind of like a dirt road. It's, yeah, not even paved, lit, or anything. Like, no. that's what blows my mind. Like, cool, cool, you're going to camp in a very private spot. Maybe plan it so that you can leave when it's still light outside. Yeah. Just saying. So... Yeah, like Allison said, it is far back there. It is secluded. There's no bathrooms, no showers, no trash. There's one road in, one road out. Um, it's about... It's the same road. It's one, yeah. It's just one road in, one road out. Um, it's about 50 feet from Timber Creek. Um, and... From the Salmon Chalice. From their campground. <laughs> From their campground itself, it's about 50 feet away. Okay. So, and then not far from there is Stone Reservoir. Um, so, 
I, this none of these like landmarks mean anything to me, but I'm assuming that they're like big cities and well-known names in Idaho that other people from Idaho. I think Lador is really small. Oh, okay. That was what I gathered. Okay, is that it was pretty small, and then um, I would assume the national park would be pretty known. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. Granted, I don't know the national parks that are in uh, freaking Indiana, but I know there's some. <laughs> I know potato. Or not Creek. national parks. I'm sorry, state parks. Yeah. All I know is Potato Creek. That's it. I think there's like a state park down in like southern Indiana. Mm. Uh, um. So yeah, as Allison said, they arrive. They arrive late. It's like 9:30 when they get there. They get there. They set up their camp. And then they Which go to sleep. Lord knows how fucking Isaac pitched his tent in the yeah. dark. Yeah. So Grandpa Bob <laughs> is sleeping in the trailer with no with no electricity. Senior, Junior, and Jess are sleeping in their truck, and Isaac is in a tent. So, fuck you, Isaac. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's probably what he wanted. Possibly. Um, Maybe he was actually in the trailer with Grandpa Bob. I I well. I don't know if I've heard any other story in regard to us where he was okay, sleeping. Okay, well, I was just throwing it out there. Like, yeah. Well, it's a possibility. I don't know. Um. Anyways, we digress for the seven millionth time. Yeah. This is so hard right now. It's I'm really telling hard. you. This is not the first time we've done it, and it's hard. Um. So, on July 10th, they wake up the next morning, July 10th, 2015. They wake up at approximately 10.30 a.m. And they get some breakfast together. They enjoy their breakfast. Unfortunately, poor Jess started her period at some point. Um, so they need to head back into town to get some supplies. So... By supplies, she means tampons. <laughs> or pa- Who knows? Whatever. Maybe a diva cup? We don't know. Maybe, maybe a diva cup for... For the Dio's and the Doa. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, yeah. Who knows her preference? Yeah, um, anyways. Jess they need a- something along those lines. Yeah. So, Jess Senior. <laughs> probably some chocolate. Yeah, I would. <laughs> chocolate. Potato chips. Tam- tampons. Potato chips. Actually, fuck it. I'm not staying out in the wilderness no, while I'm like, on my period. No, I yesterday. <laughs> like, nope, we're not doing this. Um... So, I need to be back in the comfort yeah, of my home with I my need, heating pad. Yeah, I need to go home. So, Jess Sr. and Jr. Uh, pack on up, and they head to Lador. Um, they stop at another convenience store. I don't know if it's, like, the same convenience store that they were originally at, but they stop at a convenience store. Um, they have the baby with them. They have the baby with them, as they've said. Um, the interesting part is nobody remembers seeing him. nobody remembers seeing him, which is interesting because at one point in time, Jess starts talking about how there was like somebody eyeing at the junior, convenience store. Yeah, eyeing Junior, and she was like a creeper. She becomes concerned that, like, when he disappears, that he was abducted by this person. Yeah, but um, nobody, no eyewitnesses claim to see him. Not. At that point, and not when they went to go pick up groceries. And I have to question their security systems. Like, where? Did they have cameras? It's a small town. Well. Did those cameras work? The answer is no to all of those questions. Yeah. Um, Apparently that specific convenience store doesn't have diesel, so they head to another 
place in town to get diesel and then they head back um so they get back to the campground at from my understanding 1 p.m like 1 p.m to 1 30 p.m so it's like a very tight timeline we've been through the timeline yeah we've talked about the timeline mm-hmm. so they they leave at around noon right they would well and i don't know how how hard it would be to travel because from my understanding it takes like 45 minutes in the dark to travel i don't know how hard it is to travel have a camper hitched to your vehicle or anything like that yeah so so it might be a heck of a lot faster right so they leave around noon they go to the convenience store number one they go to convenience store number two and they head back and they're back around one or 120 no one one to 130 okay so that makes sense. I think that timeline fits. Um, at that point in time, um, Isaac is fishing. So he's over at the creek. The creek. The creek. Um, it's sen- not a creek. It's a creek. Yeah, we have, we've <laughs> had this discussion I don't know how many times. Uh, Senior and Jess decide that they're going to go fishing as well. Now, here is where the story kind of gets... Interesting. I mean, the story is just interesting as a whole. But, so... This is, this is the part that becomes hard with Bob. So, in one story I've seen, and according to Jess and Jess and Senior, they asked Bob to watch Little Dior. Bob doesn't remember being asked, but apparently he was in charge of watching him. Now, then you have the story in the documentary that I read or that I watched where they say Jess says that Dior was going with them to the creek and then he wants to turn back around and go to Grandpa Bob. He wants that candy in Grandpa Bob's pocket. Yeah and, and that's one thing that's always talked about is that Dior wants the candy from Bob. Mm-hmm. So the either way he's back with Bob mm-hmm. and either way at one point in time, Jess turns around to make sure that Dior is is with Bob, or like not even on his with, way. on his way back. Still walking in that direction. Or has not followed them. She said that he is. So, yeah, he's back there. Or he is walking back there. But what's the distance from, like, the campsite to where they go fishing? No, like, 50 feet. Yeah. It's like, no, no, yeah. Yeah, so she... In one, she says she looks back to make sure that he's not falling or he's going back. In another, another story, you hear that like she turns back to make sure that he isn't fo- or following them. Either way, she makes sure that Dior is going where he's supposed to be. Um, like I said, Grandpa Bob doesn't seem to remember that he was asked. He does say that he like he remembers watching Dior play in the dirt. And then he, like, turned his head for a second, and then he was gone. Um, I've never heard that story. He, the dirt, the playing in the dirt. Yeah, he, ta- he remembers talking about, or he, I've, I think I've mentioned it. He remembers talking Just about, uh, he has remembered seeing him play in the dirt. Okay. Um, now. In one of his many versions of the story. Yeah. He really doesn't remember shit. And God. so, and this is the part we always get into 
Why are you leaving a freaking two-year-old with a Well, confused... first of all, why the fuck is there a two-year-old at this campsite with you? Which all you you heavy campers, I'm sure, have something to say about that. But, like... Yeah. I don't know, man. But this gets brought up in it, or in this story later, that Isaac even questioned why there was yeah. a two-year-old there. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like... That was a huge red flag in my book. Like, why are you leaving your child with a confused adult? I don't know. Um, I'm sure that... I mean, playing devil's advocate, I'm sure that she didn't even think twice about it. Like, I'm sure that... Because he's spent so much time with him. Yeah. If he wanted to go with him and stay with him and get his candy and hang out, like, she probably didn't see any issue with it. And was just like, he's going that way, so I guess... Yeah. And I mean, it, it is. It's like... Shout back at, hey, Grandpa Bob. Like, hey, you got him. Yeah. As parents, like, sometimes parents just make dumbass decisions and they, they've... And it, unfortunately, is crucial. Yeah. And... Kids don't come with a handbook. Yeah. And people, unfortunately, do judge, but... I don't know. I mean, I'm judging. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have kids. I've... I mean, trust me, I've judged. Um, anyway... So, yeah, those are, that was some of the discrepancies in that story. And like I said, Bob doesn't even remember being asked, but, but yet Bob still says that he turned his head and then Dior was gone. Kind of like confusing Sus. holes. Yeah. Um, to be fair, he's confused. So, he's at approximately 2 p.m., Senior and Jess come back to the campsite and Dior was missing. So, a half hour. Maybe. About. Yeah. About it. Um, they look for Dior around the campground, and then after they haven't found Dior, they uh, call the police. Now, there was two 911 calls made. Yeah, because there's shitty self-service. Yeah. There. So, Senior drives like a half mile down the road and calls, and because he must have not been having tower. service, and then... Jess must have gotten into some place where she was able she, like, to get service. She, stood on the proper rock at the right... I, I guess I, so. <laughs> um, and then she managed to get some service. Now, um, so her call goes through, and I've heard her 911 call, and... They're both surprisingly pretty, like, calm in their 911 calls. I've never heard the, the dad. Oh, I've heard them both. You've heard them both? Oh. Dang, I didn't even realize Maybe that I'm was... making that up. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've heard them both. I didn't realize that, that his was gone. Uh, out. Um, anyway, so um, I have heard hers. And the sources that I had seen said that her call was received at 2.26 p.m. Um, she reports that he's been missing for about an hour on that call. Um, she reports that... Or I don't know if it was, if I remember correctly, I don't know if she lists what he was wearing at the time that he went missing. But at the time went, that he went missing, he was wearing a camo print jacket, uh, blue PJ pants, uh, green and black socks, and brown camo boots with, like, camo print on the boots. What kind of shirt? <laughs> it doesn't say. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and also, the boots were too big. The boots me. were a couple sizes too big, so it's been a point of talk that he 
couldn't have been drug off by an animal because the boots would have fallen off. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about the boots and how, like, they would just fall off when he was just, like, playing. Yeah, they really, really hone in on the boots. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I mentioned that. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, he was last reported. He's been reported missing for an hour. Um, Search team, police and search teams get there about an hour later, which I think is quite good response time for where they're at. Hell, yeah, it is. That's that's impressive for me. Yeah. yeah. Get your shit together and get out there that quickly. Yeah. Um, they bring tons of searchers. So heading up the search is the Lemhi County Sheriff's Department. Um, initially, there was a lot of volunteers. They got called off. The volunteers got dismissed after about 48 hours. And from my understanding, that was just because of the rough, rocky terrain and possible concerned concerns of safety. Um, there was cadaver dogs. There was heat-seeking radar radar attached to helicopters. There's just helicopters in general. Like, they went all in trying to find this baby. And they were initially very confident that they would find Dior because, as I've said, kids are usually found within one-fifth of a mile of where they were last seen. Like I said, this is mentioned many times. I mean, it should have been pretty easy to set up a radius. Yeah. So... Like I said, so within the first 48 hours, they're they're looking everywhere. They combed the shit out of that creek. I was watching some video from when they actually combed that creek. It was very methodical going they had through divers all this. Too, right? Yeah, they had divers. Um, unfortunately, at one point in time, they did hit on the stone reservoir, but that ended up being a dead end because it was found out that there was cremains dumped into stone reservoir yeah so they're hitting on the cremains um which i said in the last like the last time we recorded this because we had some or initially when we recorded this we talked about cadaver dogs Mm -hmm. um i looked into cadaver dogs and they can hit on cremains um and actually the you you know the forest fires in California they were bringing in cadaver dogs to find people's cremains like of loved ones uh, in houses had, like, that had they lost yeah so Aww. they weren't losing their loved ones cremains I so I knew that they hit on like dead animals and stuff I but I thought for some reason that they were trained to sense like very specific chemicals that are released by the human body during decomposition um, but maybe that's a different kind of dog search dogs and cadaver well dogs. cadaver dogs yeah but they can also hit on cr- like cremains and stuff because sure, of sure. no i know from my understanding it has to do with like the biological from what's left of the bones because there's a lot of bone that's left yeah, in cremains um but no they're only hit on people like they only hit on um humans which we talk later on about a PI who claims he brought in his own cadaver dogs, but then it hit on a freaking animal. But mm-hmm. anyway. Well, I uh, think they can make that mistake if they're poorly trained or they're not having a, an on It's not the or, most accurate science, say, but it's pretty bit, fucking accurate. Yeah. Well, they say if you ever bury a body, bury it eight feet deep, not six, and three feet down put a raccoon. From my understanding, they can they can smell like 15 feet down. Right, but I'm saying they'll start digging and find the raccoon and just assume that that's what the problem was and, and leave that area. 
and not dig the rest of the way down to find the actual body. Huh. Okay. You're welcome. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they they do extensive searches. And like I said, less than 48 hours later, they, they dismissed the volunteers. But they actually did do a really interesting interview with one of the volunteers. And as they're, like, searching, right, um, for this boy like they were really hopeful and as time goes on everybody kind of he said like the air started to change like mm-hmm. everybody starts side eyeing the parents I've been side eyeing them for the last decade man <laughs> <laughs> questioning what they're saying it's like it's like they, he's just said the air just changed like people start really kind of yeah um so, as far as the parents, initially they believed that he was abducted or taken by an animal. Um, so police I think they get, like, snatched by a hawk or something. I mean, they're so small. Yeah. And some of those birds of prey can get, like, fucking massive. Well, yeah, and then, and that's where the that whole entire boot thing comes in. So, yeah. police go on to say, like... His boots would have... They would have found something. Yeah, the boots would have fallen off or they would have found some sort of, like, shred of clothes or, like, um... Something. Yeah, something to indicate that an animal had attacked or something had grabbed him. And then police don't think that he was abducted because of the fact that it's, like, one way in, one way out. There was nobody there. It's a possibility that, um... I mean, it's a very strong possibility they would have known if somebody was there. It was probably aliens. It was definitely aliens. Or or Bigfoot. Or Bigfoot. Bigfoot fucking took the baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's what was initially believed. As time goes on, fingers start pointing. So, let's just Let's just go through the list. Um, let's talk about Isaac. Jess questioned Isaac. As we know, Jess does not know. I- Jess and Senior did not know Isaac. Right. They never met him before this trip is what they said. Yeah. Um, also, I had seen somewhere that it was said that Grandpa didn't really trust him. So, like, why the fuck why are you bringing him around? Why are you inviting him around? Especially with a toddler. Exactly. Um, also, she said that they displayed, he displayed multiple red flags. Apparently, he um, continued on fishing and not look for Dior when they were looking for Dior. I have a feeling he probably had no clue that it was happening. because yeah, they weren't fishing at the same yeah, spot. Yeah, they weren't fishing in the same spot. They, they were, were like spread out. down the river from each other. Or yeah. The, the creek, sorry. The so. Creek. Not a creek. Not a creek. It's not a creek. <laughs> so he probably didn't know this was happening um and then you also have the fact that um so yeah he didn't help looking for look for dior there's the fact that he also said that um you know like why is he here and jess was like i don't understand like why he would be so upset about it um we brought Dior camping before. He loves camping. Blah, 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 blah. So we're going to bring our son. Um, yeah. But she said that Isaac was weird about it. Well, and then they slept overnight there, right? To, like, make, like, in case the baby came back. 
I think they, they yeah, they were staying, they were staying they there. And then she said that she heard Isaac say the next morning that, that it was the it best, was the best sleep night of sleep he's ever had. Which I mean, I I guess if he has an intellectual disability, that right. would that's make where sense. I see that coming in. Um, that's the only excuse for that statement in that situation. Yeah, it just like that, keep it to your goddamn self if you slept well <laughs> on the fucking floor. Well, I'm glad you you slept well. My kid is missing. Right. Um. So yeah, there was there was that. She also at some point in time, and this sounds really fucking weird, um, that she says that she saw Isaac came come out of the woods with like a shovel with like mud on it, and she thought she saw like hair, and she yeah. tried to grab the hair, and then it just floated away. I just think that okay, listen to me, <laughs> listen. In any situation. My suspicions always go to the person who's trying to put blame on someone else. It makes sense. That's all I'm saying. For now. Um, Isaac says, you know, Isaac says he doesn't know what happened to Dior. He was just there and then he was gone. He does say that Dior was there. Um... Now, I've seen in interviews where they've asked him, like, what they think has happened to him. And he kind of, like, insinuates that he believes that Jess might have had something to do with it. But he never outright says it. And he, in fact, just says, like, it's not really polite to point fingers. Yeah. But doesn't that kind of change over time, too? Like, at first, he's like, no, I have no idea. And then, like, later on down the road, he's kind of more like insinuating that the parents had something to do with it. I mean, that may have changed because they they were so like like he may have just said I have no idea just mm-hmm. to be kind of like PC about it. Mm-hmm. But then eventually like I'm I'm sorry if somebody's pointing the finger at me and I believe that you actually fucking did something, if you're going to point the finger at me, um yeah, I might in a roundabout way say you know, it's probably you. I don't know how I feel about these parents. Yeah, um, same. Especially one of them. So I can I can kind of see why. Um, but that's just me. Um, they, he has said that he's taken polygraph tests, although he has not said what the results are, although a private investigator has said what the results are. Anyway, we'll get into that. Um, so, Bob... Bob, like I said, sadly died of cancer in 2019. He claims he doesn't remember a lot of the day. Um, He said that Dior was there. He remembers Dior playing in the dirt and giving him candy. Um, And at one point in time, his daughter did an interview and expressed, like, and this was after his death. His daughter, so Jess's mom. Yeah. Or it could be aunt. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um... And I can't remember how, like, I can't remember exactly who, if it was Jess's mom or not. But she does say that, you know, Bob had expressed how sad he was many times that Dior went missing on his watch. And he felt awful that he just looked away. Aww. So, um. We talked, we talked a little bit about how he, like didn't really display much emotion yeah but it might be because he doesn't connect it yeah i don't know 
Um, now let's let's just get on. We're gonna kind of talk about the parents as well. We already um, talked but a first, bit, but first, but first, we're gonna kind of mix that in with the PIs because there's been multiple PIs. So you have initially a PI that came on board. He is Frank Vilt. He um, who paid him. Who hired him? I don't think that he was hired so he by anybody. He just kind bono. of came pro bono, from my understanding. He For the w- publicity. He was a retired L.A. Sheriff's deputy and a U.S. Marshal. I don't know if he wanted the publicity, because he apparently had told the family that if he found out that they were lying, he was going to quit. Yeah, he gave them, like, ultimatums. Well, he needs, he just said, he was tell like... Tell me the damn truth. Yeah, don't tell me a lie. If I find out that you're lying or you're misrepresenting the truth... I'm leaving. And I will not help you And he was, like, on for, I think, like, a month in September of 2015. I can't remember the exact dates because, like I said, it's been, like, a month since I've recorded or researched this. But he does. He resigns. And he sends him a letter and said, I told you if you lied, I was going to get out. I'm done. Mm -hmm. So I'm done. So I don't know what he's found. I'm hopeful, obviously, that he gave it to the police. I, he had to have given it to the police. I mean, that alone seems so fucking sketch. But, like, he found out something yeah. big. Well, and then, so then we have the other PI that became available. Now, he was hired by Jess and Senior. And this is Philip Klein. He's a PI out of Texas. He has his own PI firm. He was hired in November 2015. He was confident that he could solve this case. Um, so he was, yeah, he was confident he could solve this case. We'll start with that. We'll get back into him in a second. Because, confident. because in January 2016... The Lemhi County Sheriff, the former county sheriff, I think he was the sheriff at the time. Um, at the time that uh, he says all this. Dior went missing, or at the at time the that, time that Dior statement. went missing, and I think at the time that he made the statement. Oh, okay. But he, his name is Lynn Bowerman, and he flat out came out and said, uh, "Parents are suspects." Yes. The thank parents you. can't keep their stories straight. There's discrepancies. Um, the FBI at some point in time became involved in this whole entire case, and the FBI claims that, that they were not being truthful on their polygraph test. Um, and, of course, this completely outraged the family, and so that there was no evidence to prove, that, to prove any of his claims. Now, here's where we get into Frank. Or, not Frank. Frank. Philip. Like, this is where we get into Philip. I'm like, who the fuck's because Frank? Because <laughs> Philip then says the PI that was hired by the mom and dad. Yeah. Philip then says, I agree. Oh, shit. I agree. Oh, shit. Um, he says he particularly blames Jessica. Um, he makes allegations that she had said to one of his staff members that she knows where the body is. She says that that's absolutely fucking ludicrous. Um, he also did some investigation because uh as i believe i don't know exactly when they broke up but senior and jess broke up 
and eight months after Dior went missing, Jess is like married to another dude. Yeah. And oh, uh, mind you, she never fucking wanted to participate in any interview regarding their missing son. Like she never, like she refused to. Well, I mean, I I had seen her in interviews. It's yeah, just but she just kind of sits kind of there and doesn't do anything or say Initially, much. initially, she just kind of sits there. But I, did, I saw time a bunch gone where on. she like, was not there anymore. Like she was not. She was done talking about it. Well, I sh- like I've seen her do some interviews. Um, I saw her do like a 2019 interview. Jesus Christ, I can't get years right. Um, 2019 interview. I saw her do one of those. I don't know if she's done any other interviews yeah. since. I can't remember. So, like I said, I just remember the 2019. She interview. wasn't very present in the public eye, which you would think if your child went missing, you would want all the media attention and coverage that you could get. Yeah, I do say that like senior was a little bit more He's of more the active, face. Yeah. Um, but he says that he like backs Jess. But of course he does because he's a fucking accessory to murder. <laughs> That's jumping to conclusions, but um, allegedly, yeah, for legal purposes. Um, so yeah, uh, Philip Klein blames Jess, and he does say at one point that like he got into he was able to go investigate like their residence. Uh, this is after they moved out, and they left a bunch of shit there. This is the part that's fucking crazy to me. Yeah, they left a bunch of shit there. One of them being a camo jacket, one that they claimed that he was wearing at the time that he disappeared, as well as several toy cars that they also claim were with him at the time that he disappeared. For some reason, I got the boots, too. No, it's... No. It's that camo jacket. Okay. Um... Yeah, because we talked about this. We had this exact same conversation. We did, and I actually did look into it. It's the camo jacket. Okay. Um, He says that he's, and he found some other things, and he says he turned them over to the police. Um, But, yeah, he's like, he's adamant Jess had to do with it. Of course, like, when he says that she she was a part of it, um, they immediately fire him, and then they, like, file a defamation lawsuit. Which he had several before, right? He's had another one before, which apparently he settled on. This one got dismissed. Yeah, because you know why? You have to prove that what he's saying is a lie, lie, and they couldn't fucking prove it. Yeah. Um, so, I, I know that, like, Klein did stay on for several more years after this, and that's because somebody independently like hired him to continue to investigate and from my understanding it was family it's probably her mom it was like an anonymous source yeah i don't know who the anonymous well, is. well that means that they like were uh, confident in his abilities to do his job yeah um, so interesting uh, um we talked a lot about how like if you file a defamation lawsuit that's typically a civil case mm-hmm. and in civil court you're um standard of, of uh, the burden of proof the the yes the burden of proof the standard is much lower yeah in civil court than what it would be um in criminal court yeah so like they didn't even really have to prove a lot like they just had to like incite some sort of like doubt mm-hmm. and they couldn't even fucking do that yeah 
No, um, yeah, I was dismissed. Um, like I said, he's not on the case anymore. I don't remember when he stepped away from it, but he stepped away. Um, the current sheriff of Lemhi of Lemhi County, um, doesn't really come, like, he doesn't come out and say that they're suspects. He says that all of the people that were there are uncleared persons, persons of interest. interest. Um, there is one last uh, PI that became involved. Jesus. And this was in 2019. This was David Marshburn, and he was the one that brought his own dogs. And, and who hired him? I believe family. But not the mom and dad. I, uh, senior was with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they do searches every year for this boy still, and um, so they bring or they brought his own dogs. They hit on some remains. It was just a bone, from my understanding, and it did get uh, sent to FBI for testing. And in two, uh, in twenty twenty, it was uh, confirmed to be animal. It was not a human. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And like I said, every year they search for this poor boy. That's what makes me think that the dad's, you know, mostly innocent and doesn't really know what was going on. But I think she knows exactly what happened. You know, and it's like, I don't know. So sad. In any way you slice it, though, whether the parents are innocent or guilty, it's just, it's, it's a tragedy. Yeah. Because... Let's be honest, this boy is probably dead. Yeah. They say if you don't find him in the first 48 hours, right? No, they say if, you, if a child goes missing, you need to find them in the first 24 hours. But I actually think that they're typically dead very shortly after abduction, if he was abducted. Yeah. Like, within a couple hours, truly. Yeah. And, I mean, I've kind of thought about this. I've kind of thought about the... Ad- like abduction angle Mm -hmm. and one of the things that makes me like I don't think he was abducted but one of the things that I don't know if you can completely take it off the table because he was with Bob yeah so I mean if he like followed it saved that random ass fucking stranger in the convenience store followed them they didn't know he was following. Yeah, but he would have had to pass the fishing sites. No, I think I think the fishing area the fishing area is further oh, away okay. from the road. So you have like I get it. the campground and then you have the fish like some woody yeah, so it's and like then road in campground. Yeah. Trees. So fishing. my whole thing is like, okay, so he came in he saw it, saw the boy, grandpa wasn't paying attention because he was confused, grabbed him. Or went inside to take a fucking nap. Something. <laughs> or he, he was trying to get Dior to take a nap and then he like laid down and took a nap or yeah. something and Dior got out, saw his opportunity, grabbed him. I mean, it's a very short time frame. Yeah, I don't And see I feel like maybe like them being at the creek, I don't know, I don't know how... So here's the other option, is that Oops. there's a couple different theories that I've heard of. One, 
the baby never was there alive. Yeah. Um, and the reason that people think that is because of the spur of the moment decision pretty late in the evening to embark on this trip. So that's one possibility. The second one is that she like sold him or traded him or gave him to somebody at the convenience store and he actually never came back. And Isaac would have never known because Isaac was never at the campsite when they came back. He was out fishing. And Grandpa Bob's just a confused old man. I have not heard that one, but I like that one. Yeah. Because Isaac, so one thing I didn't say, I just realized this, is I didn't tell you guys what the polygraph basically yeah. said. Um, the parents took it. Isaac took it. Parents took it. Isaac took it. Grandpa Bob took it. Um, basically, there was mistruth in uh, Grandpa Bob. Uh, but he's confused. Yeah, he might not know. He might be unsure, and therefore it's picking up on that. Yeah. So, uh, Grandpa Bob, uh, Senior, and also Jess. So, there's mistruths in them. Isaac... From my or from what Philip Klein said, passed. Yeah, he's the only one who didn't like have issues. Yeah, so he passed. So actually, I kind of like that theory, yeah. that maybe he just didn't realize that he was. I don't think the baby gone. ever came back. Ever came back from the convenience stores, or if the baby did come back from the convenience stores, something happened shortly thereafter. Yeah, like an accident. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if that baby was in those woods, they would have found him. They would have found him. They like for the first time in my life, I actually feel like this police department like had their fucking shit together and like did everything they possibly could have to try and bring this baby home in a decent amount of time. Yeah, like they had it together. And I don't feel that way a lot about, you know, the action that police officers take in an event like this. So, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I think the only way that if he were in that woods is he got drugged by something pretty fucking far. But his boots would have fallen off. Supposedly. Supposedly. I, I... I actually, because I've seen pictures of the boots, and, like, video of the boots. Yeah, they're just, like, the pull-on ones from Walmart, right? They have, like, Velcro. Oh. My daughter had a Aww, pair. Oh, cute. Yeah. Baby. It was, like, pink. the pink. It was really Aww. cute. And now she, like, hate, hates pink. <laughs> yeah, she hates pink. Um, But hers were kind of big, and I don't remember them falling off all the time. Hmm. I don't remember that, but I don't know. Maybe. Maybe yeah. it just wasn't big enough. I don't know. Um, so let us know your theories. If you have a different theory that maybe we didn't mention. I'm kind of now really liking the convenience store one. Mm-hmm. I'm really liking that one. That creepy guy that she saw at the convenience store that may have followed them back. I don't think that he ever needed to follow. I mm. think he already... He already had him? Had him. Yeah. I think that there was a, an arrangement and that was the real reason why they had to go to two separate convenience stores 
Yeah, because originally my thought process, like, I was more leaning towards he was just never there, but then it doesn't make sense for Isaac. Well, nobody ever checked to see if she actually had her period. (laughs) What are they going to do? You know? Mm -hmm. Like, that was the actual Were you really on your period? So, I don't know, man. I think it holds some water. Yeah, I like that one. So, if you guys have theories, we'd like to hear them. That'd be dope. Yeah. Um, if you guys have other f- missing 411 cases that you want to hear, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, you we you can find us on Podbean now. Yeah. Murder Porn Podcast. Our Gmail is murderpornpodcast at gmail.com. Courtney's Instagram handle is... Courtney and... Underscore... Courtney underscore and... 0.1 and I'm gonna like so yeah we're we are gonna have a website and I'm gonna find a way to attach my Instagram as well as my link it uh my TikTok and stuff yeah so that way you guys know I'm tempted to also like start us our own Instagram yeah that'd be dope just I don't have so the time or the energy to do it but that's what you want to do girl I'm just thinking I support you I'm just thinking so you guys <laughs> could like follow us and we can make announcements on like when a yeah new podcast goes up i don't like twitter that much i have one i just don't use it that much um oh and your tiktok what's your tiktok handle courtney underscore and 1.0 okay so like the instagram and the tiktok are very similar except well you post a lot of your tiktoks on your instagram but it's a lot of like mini cases and updates on other cases and it's good i like it i do a lot of missing children which is where we kind of got into dior people were wanting me to do dior and honestly i just didn't think i could do dior justice on tiktok yeah well now you can just tell them to listen to the pod yeah so all right well that was like pulling teeth <laughs> yeah at one point in time i'm sitting here thinking to myself are you, i'm probably gonna edit that part out but yeah. i'm sitting there thinking to myself i can't do this yeah i've done this th- this is the third time and i just like my mind went completely blank and i'm pretty up. sure i'm probably missing things i've been so low energy i'm exhausted like i got i got nothing for you i've got nothing left yeah <laughs> it's so long but i feel like it's necessary yeah. i do Honestly, like, it could have been longer. Yeah. So. It probably could have, but. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that's what we got for you. So enjoy, and we'll talk to you next time. Yes. Be safe. Make good choices. Don't do stupid shit. Don't kill people. Um, yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.